What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. Who was interested first? Who said I love you first? Who's more protective? Who cleans more? Who eats the most? Who spends the most money? Who is most likely to start an argument? Who falls asleep first? Who is more annoying? Shrek is love, Shrek is life. We love a man who owns property and doesn't poop shame. If you weren't into the Lou LaRoe leggings a few years ago, you definitely knew someone who was. And I want to discuss the Lula Rich docuseries on Amazon Prime. A lot of people say Lula Roe is a cult, but now people are saying the same thing about my beloved nap dress? Katie Couric has written a scathing tell-all book, and she's naming names, and Governor Christy Noe is being accused of having an affair. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. Have you ever been invited to a Lou LaRoe pop-up shop, sold it, worn it, been approached to sell it by the girl who used to bully you in middle school? You caught me. One of my coworkers told me I had to watch this mini docu-series on Amazon Prime called Lula Rich. So I started it last night, bruh. Oh my God. I despise these MLM cults. LuLaRoe. What in the hell, LuLaRoe, what is that? We are creating confidence and security. I had achieved the dream. I was selling magic leggings. This is a huge opportunity in America. Women were selling breast milk so they could afford startup costs. It had just become a circus. Woo-hoo! Mark starts spouting off passages from the Book of Mormon. A mass delusion. Oh my God, I'm in a cult. Did any of them have a clue how to run a company of this size? No. I've always operated by this rule. If a company requires you to buy products to sell, you are the customer. You will end up in a never-ending hole. People's lives and families get ruined from this stuff. Get the hell out of here. Did you know that there are anti-MLM therapists out there? Talk about the dark side of retail therapy. It's not a pyramid scheme. It is a, it's not even a scheme per se, it's... I'd love to hear your story in the comments if you have an MLM nightmare story. I'm all out of money! All the introverts are like, thank God my personality has kept me from ever ending up in one of those situations. I love to be alone. I am like the best at it. I just love when you're sitting there in a room and you're just there with your thoughts and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm alone. Anyone ever love me or whatever and like, Do I know anyone who would care if I just ever came out of this room or not or whatever? And like, I don't know, it's just peaceful. Speaking of clothing cults, remember a few weeks ago when I said I was loving nap dresses? Here's a new buzzy trend. It is called the nap dress. Nap? N-A-P? Nap, like I will go take a nap now. And that's right, it's a sweet (laughs) spot between a dress and a nightgown. So perfect for life in 2020 when we got nowhere to go. While an investigative reporter who I like to follow from BuzzFeed named Stephanie McNeil wrote a piece called The Cult of the Nap Dress. This is a cult. 
I brought you to a cult. Stephanie wrote that buying multiple versions of this Instagram famous garment has become an obsession for some people. People really struggle with boundaries, don't they? The limit does not exist. The limit does not exist. Fans of the famous Hill House dress call themselves Nap Dress Nation. A country of our own. Stephanie wrote to its fans, nap dresses are like Pringles. You can't have just one. According to Hill House, its average customer owns three or more. Once customers buy their first dress, they told me they have gone on to buy more in different colors and for every season. So this style of dressing is called Grand Millennial, apparently, because it's millennials wanting to dress like cozy grandmas. Say one more thing. I'm a pimp slap you. The article's actually positive. It's not a scathing thing. Like, the nap dresses are fine. Stephanie doesn't actually think that these women are in a Lou LaRoe situation. It's just a large, dedicated fan base, and it's a fun read, especially if you're also into the nap dress thing like me. I have yet to purchase one, but I know I want a white one, and yeah, I know we're past Labor Day, but Arizona winter feels like summer anyway. Also, pause, a large dedicated fan base? Are conservatives a cult too? I do like Kool-Aid. Hey little girl, I don't want Jared, I'm checking my stomach. All of our favorite cartoons we grew up with are being ruined by progressives. Nothing I can see can help me. Help me. Somebody will save you. For the record, I loved the old My Little Pony style of animation, but this new style is so ugly and I hate it. When I say progressives ruin everything, I also mean they make everything ugly. Not even pink animated ponies are sacred. <sighs> if you're a momservative whose kids like this show, you should be warned that there is a new My Little Pony movie coming to Netflix next week called My Little Pony, A New Generation, and it has tons of progressive leftist junk in it. Photo. Hold your horses, pun very much intended, because equity is about to go equestrian. The New York Times says the movie features a political awakening about tolerance, prejudice, and even fascism. Fascist ponies? Are you for reals? Whoa! Dude, that's creepy. Breitbart wrote that the movie will be a story about Earth ponies who are anti-magic or anti-science and prone to fear-mongering. Oh, I see what they're doing here. But maybe it's the pro-magic ponies that are still living in fear while the other ones are just trying to live their normal lives and keep their pony rights. You really cooking up a little scheme here, aren't you? <laughs> Momservatives, you'll have to watch it first to let us know if it really is garbage or if the wokeness is being a little overblown. What, darnation? Katie Couric just dropped a very juicy tell-all memoir. I love memoirs. They're sort of like having coffee with someone who wants to spill all the tea. The United States is deeply unpopular in Pakistan. Do you think the Pakistani government is protecting Al-Qaeda within its borders. The book is called Going There, and the New York Post says that in the book, Katie is leaving no colleague, lover, or famous friend untorched. She mocks and puts down everyone, from celebs like Martha Stewart and Prince Harry, to industry colleagues like Deborah Norville and the late Larry King. Even her exes, like TV producer Tom Werner, don't escape unscathed. That's why I went to therapy. I'm so damn angry, and I don't even know why half the time. You know, it's, it's a violent, and I'm angry over the stupidest stuff. Who gets angry over Jay Leno? What, why, why don't you let it go? In the book, Katie accuses Martha Stewart of needing to go to prison so she could gain a sense of humor, and she talks about the one time in a public event when she ran into Prince Harry who reeked of booze and cigarettes. I wonder if this was before he married the green bean. Have you seen him lately? He looks like a man who will never have fun again. Markle stole all her man's sparkle. <laughs> 
Well, this smells like an armpit. I'm just glad Katie's naming names. It sort of looks like she has a social death wish or something, which is great for all of us readers. That's why Jessica Simpson's memoir was so good, because she didn't try to protect anyone. She laid it all out. Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow. Critics are already saying that this book will be Katie's final nail in the coffin of her career. And an anonymous source told the Daily Mail Kirk will never get a job at any television network or cable channel ever again because she attacks everyone. She'll be stuck with her newsletter and Instagram stories for the rest of her working life, even though the book oozes of her desperation to be back on network television hosting her own show. Ooh, I really hope this book lives up to the hype. Wow. That, yeah, that is brutal. Will you be adding going there to your Amazon cart or not? Nah? Will you be my Katie Couric? Instead of Freak of the Week, I wanted to have one more regular segment so that I could end the show on something really juicy. Is it juicy? No. Governor Kristi Noem is being accused of having an affair. Life is too short, too important to waste time on this filthy human piece of garbage. Let me tell you what's going on. Conservative news site American Greatness says they have multiple sources claiming Governor Nome and this guy, ex-President Trump aide Corey Lewandowski, have been having an affair for months. No. Governor Nome is 49 and she's been married since she was 20 to Brian Nome, who she's had three kids with. Governor Nome says that the rumors are a total lie, rooted in sexism, and according to the Daily Mail said these old tired attacks on conservative women are based on a falsehood that we can't achieve anything without a man's help. I love Brian. I'm proud of the God-fearing family we've raised together. Now I'm getting back to work. This Corey Lewandowski guy is 48, married since 2005, and has four kids. This site, American Greatness, claims that the affair has been going on for months and that Governor Nome's chief of staff, Joshua Shields, even resigned because of butting heads with Corey. It's gonna be so bad. Obviously, the governor is denying it. I sincerely hope it's not true. I will say I have heard these rumors myself. I'm not saying that I've heard they're true. I'm just saying I've heard rumors. And unless there is definitive proof, I believe Christy. What about you? Oh my God. So today was a wild ride, I know. But if you don't want the wild stories to end, go listen to today's brand new episode of The Spillover. It is out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Midsy Sanchez comes on to tell the story of being abducted at eight years old by a child serial killer and escaping after being held captive for three days. Please, please subscribe to The Spillover after you listen. Leave a five-star review. Send the new episode of The Spillover to all your friends, true crime lovers, or just parents that need to know how to teach their children to be safe. Also, check out the Mitzi Sanchez Foundation and support the work that she's doing for missing kids and their families. Today was strawberry jam packed. Please show my team that you appreciate all the hard work that goes into making these episodes. Hit the heart button. What is your MLM story? Do you believe Governor Nome and that she's not having an affair? Share this episode to your stories and with two people that you know used to love LuLaRoe. And last but definitely not least, hit that save button. It's like magical. We're back Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Also, FY. There is limited stock left of the Big Gov is Spoopy sweatshirt. Get it while it's hot. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too, at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.